It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. I remember a story that took place when I was about 30 years old, and uh, before I met my wife, I wasn't married. I was working at a church as a youth pastor, and the Friday rolled around. I remember getting my paycheck, a physical paycheck back in those days, and that day began my vacation. So I remember having my paycheck in my pocket, leaving, going on vacation, and uh, heading up to a friend's church where they were having a special meeting, a camp meeting that week. And I was excited to get away, excited to be hanging out with some of my friends. And uh, during that week, one of the speakers one morning was a missionary, and he was sharing his testimony and his story, and man, it was very moving and compelling. And I remember the Holy Spirit speaking to my heart in such a real and tangible way, telling me to take my paycheck out of my pocket and to go up and to put it in the offering plate that was laying up there on um, the platform for a missionary for the offering. And I remember at first questioning this and thinking, give away my entire paycheck? This is my vacation money. But I just felt so strongly urged by God that I remember reaching in my pocket, taking that paycheck, walking up that aisle, putting it in that plate, turning around and coming back, and I experienced an explosion of joy, man, that was incomparable. Man, what a joy came out of that sacrifice in my life. And uh, I think it's because it was the, the nature of the giving, not necessarily the gift in itself. This is what Jesus is pointing out here in Luke chapter 21 about the giving of this widow. Now it tells us here in verse 21, he looked up and he saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw a certain poor widow casting in there two mites. And he said, of a truth, I say to you that this poor widow has cast in more than all of them. For all of these have out of their abundance cast into the offering of God, but she out of her poverty has cast in all the living that she had. So here's Jesus sitting at the treasury. And you say, well, that's kind of odd that Jesus has a chair pulled up to the offering plate. Not really what it was. Um, It was a part of the temple, the treasury where giving was done. And this area obviously was accessible to the court of the widows because here you see this widow coming up and putting into it. Also, when you look in John chapter 8, the story of Jesus and the woman taken in adultery and the Pharisees gather around him, he's sitting there teacher and teaching. And later on in that chapter, in verse 20, it tells us where he was sitting. And it says he was sitting near the treasury in the temple teaching. So it seems like this was a common place where teaching took place. It was an accessible place, not just to the men, but also to the women and those who would gather. And he's sitting there. And he sees all this rich men lined up and they're putting their offerings into the treasury, um, perhaps uh, a box. Some have said that the receptacles where the offering were received were like uh, upside down trumpets. And that's why it talked about in Matthew, when you give your offering, you don't blow the trumpet. And so that that kind of symbolism I've read uh, entering into there. But nonetheless, they're putting in their money. They're putting it in. They're putting it in kind of typical stuff. And then this poor widow comes up. And this widow that Jesus notices puts in just two mites. You say, well, what was two mites? Well, the word for mite, uh, lepton, the Greek word, means a tiny thing. And so the tiniest coin that could be given, and, and, and I'm not going to go into the detail of all the math of the coinage, but it really comes out to about um, 1% of a day's wage. 
And so this woman is putting in this, this very small amount that she has. And uh, Jesus's response to her giving in verse three is she cast in more than all of them. Now, he didn't say more than each of them. He said more than all of them. Well, that's interesting because if you have this line of wealthy men and they're all just putting in these, these gifts, and yet Jesus is saying, if you add it all up, her two mites, her little bit, her tiny things was more combined than all that they were putting in. You say, well, how in the world can that be? That's not great math, Jesus. Well, here's the thing. It tells us in verse four that their giving was out of their abundance. So it came out of their wealth. Her giving came out of her poverty. And it says what she gave was all of her living. Man, they were tipping and this woman was totally sacrificing. You see, I believe that Jesus was so impressed with her giving that day because it was her giving that most reflected the heart of God and his generosity. You see, think about it this way. When God provided salvation for our sins, he didn't send one of the angels to die. Now, there were thousands and thousands. The Bible talks about a myriad of angels. So I don't even know how many angels there are, but there are a myriad of angels, thousands of them. God didn't just send, you know, an angel. But when God provided salvation for us, who did he send? He sent his what? His only son, his one and his only son. You see, when he gave, he didn't tip us. He totally sacrificed for us. Second Corinthians chapter eight and verse nine says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. So the way Paul there describes Christ's sacrifice for us is that he gave enough to where he became poor. Now, how did Jesus tangibly become poor? Well, think about Christ is God the Son, worthy of all the praise and the adoration of his creation. Yet in John 1, it says he came to his own and his own did not receive him. He literally stepped up from the throne of heaven, laid aside his royalty and came down to this earth to be born in the likeness of his very creation, one of his creatures. Now, he never ceased to be God. He was always God, but he clearly laid aside some of his divine rights and privilege. Philippians 2 talks about how he emptied himself. The kenosis is the theological term, how Jesus emptied himself of his divine rights and privileges in order to provide salvation for us. Though he was rich, yet for our sakes, he became just like this widow so that what he would give would not simply be out of his wealth, but it would be all of his wealth. He gave himself. So God didn't send a substitute. He didn't send an angel. He didn't look from among men to find a worthy candidate to die. No, for God so loved the world that he gave his son, his only son. You see, God loves it when we give like he gives not out of our abundance, but when we give all. And he loves it because really, when we give like that, that is gospel giving. That's giving that truly reflects the sacrifice that Jesus made on our behalf when he gave all. So gospel giving, 
It's not missions barrel giving. In the old days in churches, they would have the missions barrel and they'd invite people to bring in things that they would put in the barrel and send it over to the missionary. And I can promise you this, back when we would have a mission box or a mission store, some of the stuff people would bring in to give to the missionary would be embarrassing. It's like their husband's socks that he had already worn so much that now they had holes in the heel. Hey, we'll just give it to the missionary, right? Or you have that shirt that's been worn so often that there maybe there's a hole in the armpit. Hey, that's okay. We will give it to the missionary. Or the shoes that have been worn so much that the soles were wore off of them. No problem. We will just give it to the missionary. Man, half-used bars of soap, whatever it was, we'll just put it in the mission barrel. You see, this widow... This wasn't missions barrel giving. And by the way, that should not have been what went to the missionaries. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just simply illustrating that what this widow did was not missions barrel giving. Man, this was gospel giving. This was her. This was grace giving. You say, well, how much did she really give? Well, if she gave two mites, and and I was looking at this website that was calculating how much it cost for food in that day, and I was trying to break it down, and, and, and I could be off on this, so just don't take this as gospel. I'm kind of deducing it, digested it quickly. But it seems like, you know, what she gave there probably maybe would have got her about a, about a cup of barley. And a cup of barley would have been about, you know, 700 calories, which is not even really a full day's worth of calorie need. But since she's a poor lady, which means she had less, she was a widow. Widows, older people tend to eat less then, you know, perhaps this lady, which she gave up that day, um, she gave up her food, man. She gave up her ability to eat for that day. So you look at these rich men, I guarantee you they didn't miss a meal. Man, that night they were at Burns Steakhouse, right? And they were, they were getting the full course meal and the dessert. But this widow, man, more than likely went without eating so that she could give into this offering at the temple. Now, what that particular offering was going for, I don't know. The Bible doesn't say. It just represented her love for God and her sacrifice to his work. And although they gave out of their wealth, Jesus said she gave all of her living. So when I give, I don't just give what I have left over, but I give something that tangibly cost me something. If my giving doesn't cost anything, It is giving. I'm not discounting that, but it's definitely not gospel giving. It's definitely not sacrificial giving. And the thing we see here with this widow, and I don't even think it's that Jesus is condemning the giving of the wealthy as much as, man, he's just so excited about the gift of this widow because her giving was, man, it was worshipful to her. It was pleasing to him. So the word for today is simply this. When you give, Give like Jesus. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.